I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room So you wanna be a rider, well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Well, jumping from that, with all the craziness that's going on right now, you also been commuting and writing, Joe, and just doing stand-up. How much material are you getting from this administration and all the... <laughs> seems like every week, every day, yeah. there's some shenanigans. Do you talk a lot about it in your no, comments? No, because you're going to isolate half immediately. Yeah. And it's not important to me to have a political opinion. I'm apolitical. Mm-hmm. I, locally, I dig it. Mm-hmm. I think locally... Like Bill Maher, that's his thing. That's not your thing. That's his job. Yeah. yeah. That's why he was hired. Right. I'm hired. You bought it. Here's the thing about stand-up comedy, at least. I, yes, I do jokes. Mm. But then I'll do something about Hillary, too. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll just tell the audience. Do you balance it? If you think the president is responsible for you and your happiness, that's like mm-hmm. blaming the fucking clown. Because right. you didn't get two pickles <laughs> on your cheeseburger. Like, where, where's the fucking clown? Mm-hmm. I got fucked. Get the diet. Where's the Burger King guy? <laughs> get him out of here, Norton. <laughs> Um, like I'll say, like we had our first black president. Now we got our first orange president. How many? <laughs> how many fucking Cheetos uh-huh. do you eat, dude? <laughs> and then I'll say something like, "But you know, Barack, first black president. I don't know if that impresses me. You know what impresses me? Second black president. Yes. Exactly. That's gonna be Scotty from the Whispers. <laughs> and you guys will let like you said Scotty, Scotty from, from the, the Whispers. Whispers. I need to play more. Black you gotta know who the Whispers are yes. to know who Scotty is. Shut up. I, I need to play more black rooms because that <laughs> never gets a laugh. Are and you I, and me? I well, what in fucking Irvine? That's true. That and I true. know that's the funniest <laughs> sentence in the whole it thing. I, well, I know it. That's hilarious. He said Scotty from and, the uh, and I'm like, with Hillary with the computer, mm-hmm. like, the fact that she didn't hand it over. Like, if I'm, if it's between me and another dude <laughs> to play um, just a part, like Logan. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to look at your emails. Here's my emails. Here's my wife's. Here's my girl. Here's every picture of my cock you've ever seen in your life. Here's my <laughs> Etch-A-Sketch from when I was a kid. Yes. There's my Viewmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Hillary should have just put every device and said, there might be some uh, pictures of my pussy in there. I was at a gangbang in North Hollywood bookstore. <laughs> Go fuck yourselves. I'll be back <laughs> in a week. Her, yeah. I'll be in the Bahamas till I come yeah. back. Yeah, right. Yeah. And they're going to be like, well, there's pictures of her pussy in there. Right. And like anything else, like whatever. Yeah. Like, right. The fact that we still don't have them, like that's a real bad miscalculation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I like, think globally, act locally. Yeah. I go to St. Monica's Church. I love it there. Sign over the door says all are welcome, and they mean it. Right. And locally, I did Gavin Newsom. The mayor's here. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you go into politics, it's you're isolating. Guaranteed, you are removing minimum 30% of your audience. They're going, you know what? Fuck this shit. Wow. No way. Yeah. Look at the comments under an article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snowflake this And anytime mm-hmm. I talk about Politics on Twitter They're like Fucking Hollywood Libtard faggot right. I'm like uh, No Look at my voting record right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm a human being With compassion <laughs> <laughs> Christine Todd Whitman 
Chris Christie in Jersey took on the teachers' union. That mm-hmm. shit took balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love teachers. I don't like your union. Took mm-hmm. on the cops and their pensions. Wow. Figured out why Jersey was going under. <laughs> that was a ball. Now, obviously, it's, you know, went a little bananas. <laughs> People go, he'll never be president. He's too fat. I'm like, have you been to a motherfucking mall? Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone there is bigger than Chris Christie. Yes. <laughs> they think he's the trainer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These people think 24 hour fitness closes. <laughs> so, no, I don't do a lot of politics. Uh, and if I do do something, it says something was like so glaring in the news that day that I'll right. mention it. Mm-hmm. But it now let's talk about something interesting. Huh? Okay. Oh, <laughs> break it down. Oh, Big Mama's here. Yo, uh, your comedy. Now, every, because I have lots of friends. Thanks for comics. coming, by the way. I do about 200 shows a year. I appreciate you going to one. Third of all, okay. It was a sand. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, first, let me continue. Don't call you know what? Me out. Hold on. No, fuck why that. You, why fuck you looking that. at me? No, fuck why that. Why you looking I'm at me? It, don't okay. even. Don't no, no, legitimize. No, 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 no. Don't hold up. Wait okay, a minute. You're wasting your time. Okay. I'm completely breaking balls. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna break your balls right back. <laughs> right away. Why are you looking at me? Because I can't look at this bitch while he's sitting over there. Look, I go. Why did so? Me and shout out to me and Pete Turner, right? Shout out to Pete Turner and his and his girl, right? So we go we go to Sunset to go see Jay. Right. So he gets us in. Thanks. Thanks, Jay, motherfucker. So we get in. We find a little seat. So I text Jay. I said, Jay, yo, we're sitting right here. So when you're done, come pop in. <laughs> he says, bye, everybody. He does a set. He walks out the door. Is that the comedy Why did store? I look up? Yeah. I look up. My man walks right by, and I went... Did he just walk out the fucking door? Yes, every show. <laughs> but you didn't tell nobody. You know, I didn't know. Pete didn't know. So we all were just sitting there like, where well, is he coming? It's and not my show, though. That's the thing. Is you went to see me on a, a show. Mm. Correct. Like when I do Mel- June 17th, I'm at the Melrose Improv. That's 90 minutes. That's two hours sometimes. That's oh, just yeah. me, man. Okay. I'm just... Because you were just there like a... Yeah, Last I need week, that time. There's no opening act either. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That 10 minutes? I yeah. need that 10 minutes. Interesting. It's a long track. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I need okay. all of it. I got to leg it out because I'm trying to, I'm excavating in here. I got to figure this out. All right. So when I'm on somebody else's show and there's eight comics, I, I always leave right afterwards. And you're right, I did not tell you that. But I also don't check my phone because when I'm doing a show, mm-hmm. it's like like NBA players don't like home playoff games. It's like, fuck with the tickets. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Do you, I got to right. fucking do my jump shots. Mm-hmm. And I know you're not that dude, but I don't look at my phone until I'm out of there. Okay. That's fair. Even though I walked on stage periscoping my set. <laughs> <laughs> you did. But you got to go to the Melrose Improv and see me okay. for an hour and a half because... Nobody's doing it. Nobody's mm, fuck it. Nobody's doing what I'm doing, and it's I was uh, this documentary, dying laughing. The guy mm. was interviewing me for it, and then I realized he's been interviewing me for three weeks. Mm. This is not for his TV show, mm. and then he's from England, mm. and uh, he interviewed me for two and a half hours to a couple weeks ago in his house up in the Hollywood Hills, and like he cried. Yeah. Weird shit. Like, mm-hmm. is it human? Is is comedy the study of human behavior? <laughs> I said it is. However, what's missing, and I think like Louis C.K. just is right there. Mm-hmm. Chris is there. Rock was first, man. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most socially conscious shit. The bigger and blacker that shit. Like you could take Priors the Wino. Mm-hmm. Hey man, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Oh, the best, right? Mm-hmm. But Chris took that shit to Chris a level. Smell like carnation milk. I love that shit. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best line. You know what I love? Love that shit. I love comedy that happens (laughs) off camera. Hmm. Because he goes, "Hey man, 
Uh, Wino don't worry about nothing but running out of wine. Mm-hmm. Wino fuck with Dracula. <laughs> hey, man. What's that dirt on your neck? What you on beating on people with a boy? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, nigga, you in the cave. That means the, dra- <laughs> the vampire <laughs> had to come to out, out from the, the window, window and go, <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> to get the reaction. Like, that shit blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, man, you in the cave. <laughs> dirt all on your neck. <laughs> Over Donna's. <laughs> You, you gonna know. suck what? Shit, <laughs> get the blood bank. <laughs> so you Chris was the oh go ahead. No, I was gonna say, you know how many times I had to sneak that album when my mom was in home? Oh yeah, I bet. And listen to that and be scared because I could hear my mom's car driving and pray that the album's back uh-huh. and make sure I put it back in the same order it was. Oh my god. That's a great album, man. Classic. Classic. But you was uh, Transylvania. Is that the one where he does uh, Richard Nixon and like the pimps? Like, ah, tricky dick. <laughs> and that was like where I learned like pimps can be like feminine because yeah. they're such a G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got to look pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, tricky dick. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you want a gay guy for the pimp? And then you go, oh. Mm-hmm. Cat Williams gives you a little bit of that. Yeah. I fucking love Cat. Yeah. Cat is crazy. Mm-hmm. Whitney used to smoke crack until her kneecaps came off. <laughs> if people say shit about you for 20 years, it's true, goddammit. Because <laughs> he, like that's another guy after Chris because what Chris did was to a white audience mm-hmm. in like Charlotte Coliseum or whatever in front of 16,000 people I love black people but and as a white viewer I'm going they that's fucking a real thing hmm. like black people don't whoa hmm. grand opening grand closing everything black people have good mm-hmm. Somebody's going to fuck You get a new TV You better dress it up Like a bassinet <laughs> We're talking about a writer right, The right, words Right Oh Yeah Dress it up hmm. A picture like a little boy In a sailor suit He's talking right. about A fucking television mm-hmm. You better dress it up Right Like a bassinet Right mm. You cannot exchange those words mm-hmm. They're they're done They're done mm-hmm. And then Cat taking on Michael Jackson. <laughs> that crowd was not, were not into it. <laughs> but he didn't give a fuck. He didn't, didn't give care. A fuck. And he sinned bravely. Hmm. And what people don't know about Cat Williams, because you go to TMZ, they're going to tell you he's a fucking crackhead. He's yeah. crazy. He's got 12 kids. <laughs> 12 that he adopts from crack moms. Really? And mm-hmm. takes them in. I thought they That's were why the police <laughs> are always at his goddamn house right. is because it's Child Protective Services because he's an adopted oh, parent. Right. So when they see him fucking leaving the Ontario Improv, smoking fucking whatever that shit is, mm-hmm. they go, we got to go check. Right. And he goes, you can't fucking come on my property. Mm-hmm. I'm raising kids, goddamn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's his heart. Right. Mm-hmm. He takes kids in. And I did a little movie with him, and he was, we got along great. Mm-hmm. But so, like, Louis there. Cat's there. I'm glad you said Cat Williams. I would have mm-hmm. forgotten. Cat is certainly there. Chris is there. But it's, yeah, it's the study of human behavior. But you're the human. Like, hey, did you ever notice this? That's how it used to be. Right. Yes. But who, I got to be behind the controls of the person saying those words. Mm-hmm. The audience has to be able to come inside this robot, work the arms and work the levers. And the only way they can get inside here is to open my chest up and let them see that bluebird that lives in my heart. That I don't let anybody see, and I, was always, I could never have the balls to let anybody see. Mm-hmm. The one that that one teacher saw, the one that that one guidance counselor, the one that your wrestling coach saw, right. the one that Lisa sees, <laughs> the one that you saw the moment we met, mm-hmm. and I see it in you. And you have to show that to the audience. And that's, like, Louis doesn't do that per se, but for me to get where I need to go as a comedian, mm-hmm. I am certain. I have to be not transparent, no screen door. Like it's it's us. It's them and me. They're they're working with me. We are one item, 
And the only way to do that is to go on stage empty to accommodate all of them. Mm-hmm. There's no show. I don't put on a show. When you saw me at the comedy yeah. store, I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. Well, I don't even remember what the fuck I did. How do you do two and a fucking half hours of not even know what the fuck I'm going to say? Because I know the stories that I'm going to say. I don't know okay. the order. Like when you go to Hawaii, you know which suitcase your bathing suit's in. Yeah. You don't carry this shit all over the island. Just when it's time to go to the pool, you and go, you, you go you for that. you never accidentally go back on the same shit again because it's never. the same topic or nothing. But like the same joke in the same show? Yeah. No, never. Yeah. Because when it's out there, it's like when you go to a ballpark and bricks have like families' names on mm-hmm. them, like donated by, you know, Hilliard family. Mm-hmm. You buy like bricks in a wall. It, that's that. It can't be done again. You can't hammer that into a stone or a brick and place it in front of the entrance to Dodger Stadium. Sure. Because, and there's something in me where it's done. And now it's what goes next to that brick. What, because I got to get to the... I got to get inside the ballpark. Mm-hmm. I got to hit a couple home runs, mm-hmm. and then I got to leave and look. At, and then for me, the game is tapping those bricks on the way back out. Mm-hmm. So I got to set it down, set it down like railroad, like a, a train moving super fast, mm-hmm. and I'm just tossing fucking railroad ties in real time in front of that train. And in any moment, if I miss one tie, mm-hmm. we're out ten minutes. I'm fucking explaining <laughs> myself, and that's happened. But when you explain it that you fucked up, mm-hmm. nobody does that because yeah. you have to be perfect. Stand-up comedy, you have to be, if you do an hour show and at the end you say syllable instead of cylinder, they go, ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking time, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're creating it in real time, mm-hmm. or you're presenting the illusion of creating this in real time, when you make a mistake, it's, of course he made a mistake. And you are accountable for your mistake. And the game is, how honest can I be? I closed the show. My mom came to visit me in April mm. last year. <clears throat> my father never told us she had Alzheimer's. Mm. She said she's getting forgetful at her AA meetings. In the back of my mind, I thought, of all the places to get forgetful, hi, I'm Gene. I'm an alcoholic. The 12 Steps, Traditions. It's in the same church basement, the same middle school. Every mm-hmm. night, Tuesday, it's here, there. It's in Phillipsburg, New Jersey, Caldwell, New Jersey. And the, that's a very odd place to lose your words. Mm. She shows up at my house. I open the door because I was at work and I sent the car for her, but then I actually beat her home. Mm-hmm. I open the door and she goes, is my car in the driveway? So she's, my driveway's next to her. Mm. I go, no. I mean, Sal, like the driver. I go, Sal, uh, he left. And she goes, who, Sal? Is my car in the driveway? Mm. I go, no, mommy. She goes, why isn't my car? Whose car is this? That's first time I saw my mother in a year and a half. Yeah. She goes, is there an upstairs to this building? My son walks by and she goes, Virginia. It's my sister's name. Huh. And I went, my dad, through terror, I guess, just never could show us mm-hmm. this is what I live with. Mm-hmm. And I was awake with her for a week. I didn't go to sleep. I mean, I slept a little here and there. Mm-hmm. I know more about Alzheimer's than somebody in their second year of med school studying Alzheimer's because mm-hmm. I had one patient. Mm-hmm. And it was my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was her child. She's my child. And I never left her eyes, her heart. I was right in front of her, and I kept saying, I'm never going to be frustrated because when she had to repeat herself, my dad would get frustrated. Mm. And I just wanted, I figured out when she was never going to get it again. I figured out the tells. I figured out the slips. I knew when she was telling me something that wasn't real. And I had to talk about that on stage. Mm. Because I read Harold and the Purple Crayon to my, he's five at the time, and my mom goes, I like that story, Daddy. Will you read that to me when you put me to bed? Wow. Mm. 
mm. and I said, you know, that's something she would have said five years ago mm. as a grandma to be cute. Mm. Mm. And I realized, mm-mm, this is a world I'm not familiar with. I said, I will. So when you go downstairs and lay in the bed, but be very careful on the stairs. Hold the handrail. She goes, mm. I will. And then she gets down the hallway. I go, hold the handrail. Mm. And I do all this stuff in my act about having two sons and they're idiots. They're like, what? I don't know how they don't drown when it's raining. <laughs> like, get out of the tub and put on your pajamas. And then you go, oh, I forgot to tell him to dry his body. <laughs> he's got his wet carcass and his Lightning McQueen jams. He's got big ass lats. He's ripping them out. Two legs and one leg hole. <laughs> and I want to go, are you fucking dumb? Because I can parent differently, but you can't say that because that would be abuse. <laughs> and you promised yourself you'd be a better father than the one you had. <sighs> so... I go, hold the handrail. And I, I talk, I used to always say in my act, like, I want a daughter. I want that, like, gossip at the end of the day. Like, okay, Sophie, the one that's too fat to wear leggings. Yeah, yeah, the way leggings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened? She's not really a vegetarian. I knew it. Like, I, I would drive her on the block just yeah. to hear the rest of what happened. <laughs> and I go, oh, that's a piece of the puzzle. I always wanted a daughter. I didn't realize it was going to be my mom. Damn. Wow. And that's what I drove to the improv to say. Everything in that hour and a half, other than that sentence, was just me going into the suitcase going, here's the bathing suit, I'll swim a little bit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Long sleeve shirt, it got cold, bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. This calls back to that, railroad, here's the brick over there, I'll tie. And then I get the light, because they got a second show. So I go mm-hmm. on at 8, and the second show's at 10, 15, and I realize, I haven't set this up. <laughs> I haven't done any of the shit about daughters, mm-hmm. sons. And I didn't talk about my mom visiting Alzheimer's. I closed <laughs> with it to fucking heartbreaking, wonderfully, beautifully compassionate huh. silence. Interesting. And I realized that day, that evening, if you are sincere, mm-hmm. it'll trump any gag, any song, any guitar solo, any gimmick, mm-hmm. any... F- Interior, mm-hmm. exterior, mm-hmm. the terrorists are coming to mm-hmm. fuck your sister's ass. <laughs> and I realized, I can't explain to them, I was supposed to say this way back about this. True. So I went, so that's, uh, I said, I always wanted a daughter, I know it was going to be my mom. And it's fucking quiet, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm way over the time limit. Mm-hmm. And I go, so that's what happened before I came here. You guys don't realize... How good it is to see you. Hmm. Wow. Just thank you. Wow. Standing ovation. Wow. Don't make a fucking joke. There is no joke. Don't put it together there. It's too Mm important. But I I shared with them something and they were like, what the fuck? Mm. Like, that's personal shit. They're not going to forget that. Right. And it's it wasn't a parlor trick, like, yeah. and you know what? And that's why I love you guys, because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, when Sammy Davis Jr. realized, uh-huh. like, oh, the reason nobody's coming anymore is because I sound like a phony guy. <laughs> it's I'd be like, with your kind permission, ladies and gentlemen, it's a beautiful audience. Uh-huh. And it's like, you didn't even sing it. Like, How do you know? They're, like, you just walked on stage. Right. And he realized he was sounding phony. Mm-hmm. Right. And sincerity will trump, it'll trump talent. Yeah. In, in moments. Mm-hmm. But it'll trump anything you've ever learned in any class, any structure you've learned, anything any coach or teacher has told you, any any formulaic paradigm you've ever known is sincerity. And that's one thing I noticed that in the, I'm paraphrasing this, in the older comics, let's say more experienced comics, let's just say that. 30 years. In In the seasoned comics. They've all figured, I've had this talk with Mick Bencourt dozens of times. Love Mick. They, they figured out 
it's not about the joke anymore. It's about telling your truth on the stage. And it's, it's, I, I, I really, I understand, just so you know, how it is that you can go on the stage and just talk about whatever the fuck happened today for an hour. And still, there's jokes in there throughout. Well, four the hours of material too. I get it. Too. Like, I get it's it. not like sure, sure. Like it's it's a shell game. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. I got four hours. But there's experience to that, yeah. you know, and understanding rhythm and timing and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I'm always curious when, because I know a lot of younger comics. I know a lot of you know seasoned guys like you guys, and like I've had this com- you know conversation with Ida Rodriguez and like a lot of people, right? And so I'm just always curious of how younger comics. How do they ever get to the point where they understand, you know, was there an aha moment for you that made you, that made you go, I can't just do these jokes There's anymore? There's a thousand aha moments. You know what I mean? If you have a big break, you're in a horrible vocation. Hmm. You got 400 big breaks. I'm not even halfway through my big breaks. Your first hmm. big break is being born. Your great, 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 great grandparents got to meet and fuck in another country. <laughs> and you got to be born. Hmm. Or somebody's got to be born all the lineage of your ancestors. Sure. Like when Forrest Whitaker took the Oscar and he goes, we want all standing on the shoulders of his ancestors. I just started crying like, Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. damn, my man gets it. Mm -hmm. And then by the way, he gets it. Mm -hmm. You think I, you think I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ever see those cars where the headlights come up, but one of them is stuck. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. To me, that his, his sleep pod, that is I sexy love, to I me. Love, that is sexy to me. I love the dude. Like, like uh. I, I, would, I, would, I would throw for him sight unseen, man. Yeah. If he's got a problem, I got a problem. That's, I spent day, you know. Yeah. So, repetition. There's no aha moment until there's about 400, 500, 600 aha moments. F- 15 years ago, I went, I've never been better in my life. I'm mm. the fucking greatest ever. <laughs> I look back at that hour and I go, oof. Yikes. <laughs> Ten years ago, now, now, wow. Five years ago, four years ago, three. And in the last three years, mm-hmm. my audience has vetted itself. Um, each time somebody, when I go to a show like on the road, and if the, in L.A., it's, 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 you know, 80% you get what you want. And that's mm-hmm. people coming to see Jay Moore doing what he does. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is our tribe here. Mm-hmm. This is our signal. But out on the road, that's all it is. They get their tickets a month in advance. Mm-hmm. In the theater, they get a sitter. They dress up. They're wearing mm-hmm. suits and shit. Old school, like <laughs> I'm okay. the theater. <laughs> and they, my audience, I don't know why, but it's coincided with my personal, the disintegration of a marriage. Um, going back into AA, hmm. I didn't pick up, but I was certainly sick. I was not drunk, but I was. My life was unmanageable at that table read. My life mm-hmm. was entirely unmanageable. Mm-hmm. I was unraveling. Somebody held that piece of that sweater, and I just kept walking away. Like the Weezer song, if you want to take my sweater, hold this yeah, thread yeah, as I walk yeah, away. Yeah. Brilliant. And you bring that on stage with you, whether, whether you realize it or not, there is a surrender. Mick Betancourt, it's not because mm-hmm. we're older. Mick Betancourt was a parentless child. From the time he was a baby, yep. his mother was a prostitute on the bed with him in the bed mm-hmm. at 10, 11, 12, getting fucked. And she's like, well, then go downstairs if you don't. Mm-hmm. Your mom mm-hmm. taking dick. It's like, I'm not trying to be funny. No, like, no, 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 no. That shit is inside of that man. Right. Mick's grandfather died in his arms. He had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I, this is fucking hilarious. He mm-hmm. said on my podcast, and I almost died of laughter. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go in the other room like, oh, I'm, if I don't stop laughing, I'll die. I had to get up out of my garage. 
I walked out into a Pacific <laughs> Palisades evening. I walked halfway to the goddamn bluffs and came back because I would have fucking died laughing. <laughs> His grandfather had a heart attack, and he goes, and I put him in a fireman's carrier because I thought we were wrestling. <laughs> because his grandpa He had a heart attack And he like And he grabbed Mick Bencourt <laughs> mm-hmm. And Mick's like Oh alright Because they used to like mm-hmm. the they, they were rough. Threw a fucking guy Having a massive Into a fucking fireman's carry <laughs> And tosses him And puts him in a headlock And he's like Yes <laughs> And the guys on the ground Making like noises Like mm-hmm. like Like they're wrestling mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. I almost lost my shit <laughs> <laughs> He lived alone After his parents oh died God. His grandfather died He lived in that house For like four years Went to high school alone Like yeah. not nothing Roaches and brings, rats wow. and no food. He brings that up on stage with him. I got issues, man. Yeah, well, we all do. Shit. <laughs> we all do. He looks like a little Cuba Gooding Jr. He always says that. Uh, Actually, check this out. When they did Boys in the Hood, I remember the first time I saw the commercial, I was living in San Francisco, and the commercial came on, and I almost bawled. Because I was half awake and half asleep, and I was like, when did I do a movie? <laughs> I swear to kids, I had that same kind of haircut back then. That's what I felt felt when I watched Baby Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Presence, truth, truth. This is what I wrote when you were saying that about young comics. Truth, love. You got to love them. Somehow you got to figure it out. And Mm. if they suck, they suck. Mm. And you got to know that it's them, not you. Your compass is your compass. A pilot can fly through a fucking snowstorm. They can land in complete fog because those instruments are right. Mm-hmm. Your compass to a young comic, when I realized that my compass is as true as a compass, I've done corporate shows where it was Raymond James in like Orlando. Mm-hmm. It was silent, but I knew the shit was funny. <laughs> and you just keep smiling and you just keep going because mm-hmm. you were landing this plane. The only way you can't land the plane is if you go, what's... What's going on with you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You then call everybody it starts out, going, right? hey, I didn't know it was so bumpy. Mm-hmm. And you get applause. And to trust your compass. If you're the biggest aha moment for me ever so far was when I realized my entire act that will ever be written has already happened to me. Mm-hmm. So instead of looking towards what I could be writing about, I got to stop like Lisa did at the narration. Like we just, we're in act three bitches. Mm -hmm. I used to ride my bike through a mental hospital because we could skid in the hallways. Mm -hmm. I never told that story on stage, Mm -hmm. but it was only, you know, they cleared out the Overbrook hospital in Verona, New Jersey. They emptied it all out. 20% they didn't empty out. They never told anybody. Mm -hmm. So I never even told the story before. (laughs) So when I'm riding my bike through a mental, because you skid, you want to press your body the longest skid. And I turned the corner, and it was like, if the twins from The Shining were black, Damn. matching sh- uh, mm-hmm. dresses and shit, mm-hmm. I turned that fucking corner 12 years old, and they, at the same time, go, we live in a crazy house, but we ain't crazy. Oh, damn, I got chills. Okay. I put my bike like, <laughs> I rode down. <laughs> I took my bike down two flights. Didn't know if I could ride a bike downstairs. Uh-huh. I still don't know if they were fucking real or not, bro. Uh, damn. And I went down two flights of stairs, out the back door that was open <laughs> of the mental hospital, <laughs> And I looked up, and they were in the fucking window. We live in a crazy house. We ain't crazy. Yeah. Uh, getting run over by a deer running into the woods <laughs> when I was wrestling. Uh, wrestling practice, you'd run the night before a match if mm-hmm. you had to cut weight. And I got trucked by a deer once. Damn. They all went in front of me into the woods. And one motherfucker was like, lazy. <laughs> He's like, I'll be with you guys. These are peanut butter Twix, man. <laughs> and he ran me the fuck over, right? <laughs> And I'm on my back, and he goes out into Fairview Avenue, gets hit by a pickup truck, goes up in the air, lands. The pickup truck keeps going. There's like a foot of snow. Huh. 
And I went out to the street and I put my hands on his deer. Hmm. And he fucking, he was just knocked out. He just jumps up and he fucking runs me over again. <laughs> but like, this is a buck, dude. Like the shit on a wall. Like I had like, I, like I probably should have gotten stitches. Like my shit was fucked. I had a wrestling match the next day. I had paper towels under my singlet. Like I pushed that shit in like Vision Quest. <laughs> and I told my son that story. This ain't even like a bit at all. Mm. But, but the, the aha moment is your act has already happened to you. I want to know what happened to you. You could have created the gooch. We could have seen the gooch mm. on different strokes. Mm. I don't know if they ever revealed that, dude. <laughs> you could You could have been the gooch. Like, okay. the gooch is a girl. Mm. Like, wow. <laughs> Girls can be bullies, too. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, that's what I want to know from any comic. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K.'s new shit is about Louis C.K. and what fucking happened to him. And I believe in white privilege, but if not now, you know, mm-hmm. where the fuck are my suits? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you did them with, uh, you know, uh, and then I realized I did not leave my suits. <laughs> <laughs> After a long thing of yelling right. at me on the phone, right. Chris is Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris ain't writing shit. Chris is not going, the speed limit signs I've noticed are, mm-hmm. Chris is telling you mm-hmm. what happens. Kat's telling you what the fuck happens, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Chris is one of those people that, I know I've heard he like performs at like tiny clubs, just pops up and we just does like do. little sets and all that shit. We all do. When you're working on your... Or when you're not, you're never not working on... It's like when you make a snowball as a kid, San mm. Diego, play along. Mm. <laughs> She's like, what's snowball? <laughs> when you make a snowball as a kid, it's never round enough. Yeah. So you just keep going. Then you realize it's really and, fucking hard. So you yeah, got to yeah. put a little layer of that powder because mm-hmm. you'll kill your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want to kill that motherfucker, you just keep squeezing it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's us. Tommy Lasorda said managing a, ba- managing a baseball team is like holding a dove. If you hold it too loose, it flies away. You hold it too tight, you, you kill it. Mm. That's it. Mm. I, don't, I know every second of a show of a day, it's... Break gas, break gas, break gas. This this conversation. So your act has happened to you already. Nothing you're gonna write is more interesting than that time your father made you pull your pants down to spank you in mm-hmm. the gymnasium. Like that was some weird. I'm just making that up top <laughs> yeah, of my head. Like, yeah. That was fucking bizarre. Mm-hmm. Right. Or when your mom goes, "Why don't you just go to computer school?" Like, what the fuck is computer school to the <laughs> 60 year old lady that lives in Berea, Ohio? Like, what does she think it is? Mm-hmm. So that's the aha. Okay. To me. So mm-hmm. the deer story, because you'll dig this. Yeah, it's on my periscope. Oh, my God. <laughs> my son, I read to him every night. And sometimes I'll, he, I go, you want me to tell you a story that happened? He go, but he goes, only if it's a true story. <laughs> like I was just telling That's you. That's cute. Mm-hmm. I'm running after dinner. It's about 8, 9, maybe about 10 o'clock at night in New Jersey, up Valley View Road, which was a dead end. I make a right through the abandoned mental hospital's yard, grounds. Mm-hmm. And it's been snowing. And it just stops. So it's that beautiful... What you wish you could film in. Mm-hmm. Silent. They didn't pave the streets yet, just where the cars went. You can see where the tires go. Oh, yeah. Kind of shit. And they, like, 11 deer just go out from the mental hospital grounds and just bound in front of me and go across Fairview Avenue up into the Watchung Mountain. I was like, holy shit. Like, took mm-hmm. my walk, remember walk, man? Took my bass boom off. <laughs> <laughs> and I just stood there without my headset on going, that was a religious experience. Mm. And then at the corner of my eye, I see this fucking curly shuffle. <laughs> and I saw that dude's eyes before he hit me. This deer. I mean, when I say like, the, like, were you pet a horse? Mm-hmm. That part of this motherfucker's face 
<laughs> hit me here in my ribs, Ow. right under my armpit. What the fuck? My arm was doing up here. I don't know. <laughs> and I got the wind knocked out of me. I went up. I landed on my back. Got the wind knocked out of me again. Damn. Like nobody knows what a Who hook. gets hit by a deer twice? Okay. Me, me. <laughs> it's happened to you already. Like, a hoof in my like, st- like I know what that feels like. That fucking hoof. Like get, get like he's going like, like get the fuck off me. I gotta go with my friends. Pickup truck hits him. He's on the ground. I go. I put my hands on him. He goes. Wah! He jumps up. He trucks me again, hmm. and I fall flat on my back. And all I hear is like the the crunching of the snow as he goes up the mountain. Hmm. And I realize nobody's ever going to believe this. Yeah. And then I realize I'm laying on my back on Fairview Avenue <laughs> in the snow. This is a 100% mortality rate. Interesting. <laughs> so I get up, and it's like you got to do that weird like shuffle walk because mm-hmm. of the icy snow. And I'm telling this to my son. It's on my. I'll, when you tell me this comes out, I'll put the deer story back up on Periscope. It'll be out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, really? Tomorrow. Because all my Periscopes are like 2,000, 3,000, and this mm. is at like 15,000. People share this. Okay, really? I go, I went home, and I never told, I realized I had never told this story before except to my son. Mm. My son, Meredith Mackey. My father in law is a Meredith. And Meredith Wilson wrote The Music Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, I never told anybody, not because I didn't think they would believe me. I'm realizing now, I'm saying this with a five-year-old. We're talking <laughs> about time travel. Mm-hmm. I go, because I know now I would never be able to explain the quiet. And that's the most important part of the story. Damn. Right. My son goes, I believe you. <laughs> and I go, but the thi- I, go to say, I go to speak like a grown-up, right. furrowed brow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, and I realized what he just said. He heard you. I say... Try not to cry because I'm running Periscope. Right. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Mm. And he goes, what day was this? Tuesday. Nin- we're talking 1987. Mm-hmm. 2016. Mm. Wrestling matches are on Saturdays or Wednesdays. Mm. I haven't told this story ever. ever. 1980 fucking seven. Huh. And I go, Tuesday. And my son goes, that's right. Hmm. The next night, I'm walking my dogs. I'm around the corner. I'm in the Palisades. It's like <laughs> sub, it's like the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's nine deer in my fucking neighbor's yard. Not in front of my house, but heard, like next heard you talking shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but we were watching Periscope. Like. Okay, <laughs> they did. I put something out in the universe. Yep. And I'm walking three dogs. No leashes, <laughs> and they sat the fuck down out of respect. Really? And these deer just were in a yard. They're nowhere near a woods. There's mm-hmm. nowhere near Tomasco Canyon. They'll come out if it's right. like real dry. They right. gotta look for water in the pools. Mm-hmm. And I, I fucking take out my phone, and I periscope. <laughs> I have it. They're there. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I don't know, a minute and a half, two minutes, three minutes, which was a year. Mm-hmm. One daddy just <laughs> crosses the fucking street. <laughs> And then they just follow them. And because of the way the streetlight was set up, they disappeared once they got on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I realized this is not just deer. This is something other level, Another intergalactic. Or this is, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being pet yeah. <laughs> by my Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. personal mm-hmm. mine, mm-hmm. capital fucking mine. Right. <laughs> I go home. I get an email from a masseuse I knew, I know. Uh, Vani, who's an incredible intuitive and a healer, dear as spirit animal, she goes, I was thinking of you. <laughs> Simultaneous, hmm. this woman sends me dear as spirit animal, navigates trouble with grace, the horns come off and they grow back, there's a regenerative 
right, property to the yeah. deer. They mm. will always just continue. <laughs> this is all, so you right I'm now. telling you. <laughs> they're always together. I'm telling you. The reason their tail is white is because as soon as they see that white tail, they all run. Mm. That's why they have white tails. Because mm. if one goes and the tail goes up automatically, mm. you're over there talking shit to a girl like, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like a five-point buck. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just instinctive. Like, you're coming. Yes. It's like Cedric says, yes. if one brother gets up and okay, starts running, 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 no, that's but that's actually a nice closing <laughs> moment, though, because it reminds me of the moment that you said at the end of your act you did the other day of, at the improv, and you ended with that beautiful moment. It feels like one of those moments. Yeah, like it's well, another, it is. I mean, just there's there's deer, and there's then you look online like spirit animals. And you take that weird little quiz, mm-hmm. like when you get your IQ test online, and you're mm-hmm. there for like fucking 40 minutes, and they go, email us, and we'll take you like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. I don't type Just give me the score. Yeah, just tell me. But you can just type in like hummingbird, uh, dog, mm. beetle is a big one. And you're a beetle, too. Mm. You're a deer? Well, actually. <laughs> what you is? <laughs> I'm, I'm an alligator, actually. A what? An alligator. alligator, interesting. But it's coming from 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 the idea of being in two play two worlds at one time, the spirit yeah, yeah. show and oh, the physical yeah. realm, because they can go both both things. I think I believe but I said to you that she was a time traveler. You did, yeah, you did in this podcast. You said it to me before too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I interpret it. But yeah. I also like like turtles because they carry the world, the home on their bodies and things like that. So I never, animals I never I gravitate thought about what toward. I am. Interesting. You know, there's certain things that I gravitate towards. Hmm. Okay. Uh, alligator. Of course. They'll Always talk. ingesting knowledge and wisdom. This totem animal, uh, they use their skills in a current situation. Give those around them. Or we, okay. We're talking about the table read? <laughs> right. Table read? Mm-hmm. Uh, they remind us that they're excellent parents. They give us space to be our best. They use their skills in your current situation to give you the space to grow emotionally and physically to be your best. We just talked about that today. We're mm-hmm. an alligator. Always looking for knowledge and wisdom. Da, 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 and uh, wow. That's it's powerful. Yeah. It's just, that's what she did at the table. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you, man? I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Anything that you gravitate towards or certain things that might Well, I make a joke about it. That might have appeared. I make this joke. Because <laughs> you've probably heard me say it before. Scott always comments to me, Paul, your body is so tight. Like, you're just so, so, mm, blah, blah, go blah. On. And I always say. <laughs> just a waiting list guy. Okay. Mm. Mm. I always say, you know, why dudes, you guys are lions. You know, we're like a cheetah. <laughs> I don't know, bitch, but for some reason, I always say I'm a cheetah. You know, something about the shape of my body for some reason. Air, earth, fire, water, (laughs) wood, space. What's your favorite element? Uh, Probably water. Even though I'm scared the fuck out of it. Are you really? What's your favorite element? I'm scared of open water. What's your favorite? You don't have to think about these. What's your favorite element? Water. All right. All right. So you guys tell some uh, writing shit. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Okay, let <laughs> is you is or is you ain't. Uh, we'll do this shit later. It's terrible oh podcasting for me to bullshit. Uh, <laughs> b- bullshit meaning the time. No, I, I think podcast been great because it's like you know just so much good stuff that you've given us in terms of just being human, being a writer, being an actor, just, just so much game. 
I didn't believe him when he said water. Do you remember? I said pick again. It won't go. Uh, yeah. The reason, but the Hold reason on, I say water because that's the thing I'm the most. I think is the most beautiful to me. I always think about water all the time. Like I love looking at the ocean. I, like I love being near water. I'm gonna say space for you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bitch. Space. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see something, but I it wouldn't click with water. Interesting. Maybe or maybe my phone sucks. Maybe you got that bootleg version. That's what it is. Eh? Oh, I get the hook up, man. <laughs> you want look, hey, hey man. Hey, we you see Malcolm you. X? I got Malcolm Y, dude. <laughs> I got that new, new, new outcast. Okay. You new, ain't new, even new. down yet. <laughs> they aliens again, man. AT aliens part five. Need a haircut? I got a Miss Pac-Man machine I in the back. <laughs> Y'all like Miss Pac-Man? Gallagher? Yep. In the back, bro. That's oh the real God. shit. You said Gallagher. Oh That's God. the shit. From Wait for your lightning beam, man. You're going to get tracked <laughs> up. But don't shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Jay, uh, I man. I the restroom terribly right it's now. It's all right. We I appreciate it. But let me end it right here, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank we appreciate you, you coming here. to the show. Finally get to have we'll you here have when you I'm back. here. I know, huh? <sighs> so Well, we were on um, the Break It Down show the last time. Doesn't matter. We were just You were taping in here. First of all, you could have sent the message saying, I, I get it afterwards, and like the picture after, it's like, it's like Jay? <laughs> well, I'm going like, to say this yes. to you, Hill, because I say it to you all the time. What's that, I, the moment I met you, I love you. Thank you, buddy. I love you back. On a site, you know that. Mm-hmm. I love you. That's that. He don't just say it to anybody. No, and he was He's so real. and he was so sweet. Like after we did the reading and stuff like, and you came up to me and you're like, I'm not trying to shine you or just blow smoke up your ass. I'm telling you. And then the intensity. When you were looking at me. He looked you dead in the eye. Yeah, it was like. (laughs) And I was like, thank you. Because like, like literally that last part was a struggle trying Mm -hmm. to get through, you know, the throat and not holding everybody up. That's when you pulled me in. And it's like. Alligator. Yeah, because you were almost in tears sometimes. So I think that's what really was there. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm going to go over there and see a man about a horse. (laughs) We'll continue. You come in, and I want you to just say where your Twitter and all the shit. At jmore thirty seven, Melrose Improv in Hollywood, June seventeenth. Jmore.com for your uh, podcast needs, live dates. My poetry's up there. Short stories, uh, really fun clips. Just got an animator for my podcast to put some stories. Uh, maybe the deer yes. story could be put to animation. Cool. And uh, that's those. that. Whoever you love, somebody just popped into your head. Call them. Don't text now. <laughs> now and then now. Because that's all we got. I love you guys, and I do. Thanks, Jay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Where you at, Lisa Lisa Coach? You know, you can always find me on Twitter. Uh, You will find me this coming Saturday, uh, coasting with Geek Soul Brother and Graveyard Shift (laughs) Center. Finally, at last, Saturday Night Sci Fi, we are doing Train to Busan. You can find it on Netflix, or you can just buy it on Amazon if you want to. We're going to live tweet it. If you're on the West Coast, it'll be 7 p.m. If you're on the East Coast, it'll be 10 p.m. So if you ever want to see some shenanigans and just kind of like see me when I'm live and typing, check it out. I'm also on Bitch Flicks, and uh, I will be coming. Uh, to a con near you, I guess. <laughs> Something with a con in it, right? <laughs> yeah. That is what's up. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR. Any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Um, Make any- sure you go see Wonder Woman when it opens June 2nd. Yes, definitely. Um, this is probably going to be a two-parter, I think. Okay. We're almost at two hours okay. now. So, <clears throat> no doubt. Um, so, I'll make sure he'll put the plug at the end gotcha. twice. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, follow us on Facebook, 
and um, shit like that. That's what's up. So you know how we do it on this show. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, Lisa? 2017. Peace, y'all. You wanna be a rider, well you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed In the rent room, we let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no kata Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Red room, red room, red room.